You're listening to the Red Wave Report, the number one rated Fresno State podcast, the official free podcast of thebarkboard.com. The thoughts and opinions are that of the show host and in no way reflect the thoughts and opinions of the university. And now, here's your hosts. Welcome, everyone, to the Red Wave Report. My name is Lucio, your host and producer of the show. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in as we continue our ongoing coverage of Fresno State Athletics. And well, today I'm doing something a little bit different. I am out at the Passing Down Challenge in Hayward, California, where the best of the best compete on the 7-on-7 Passing Down Challenges. It's been quite a show so far. Lots of talent out here, lots of Division I talent uh, throughout the day. And as you can hear in the background, it is a competition all around. And so today, uh, we decided to head on out and do some coverage of the Passing Down Challenge. And, uh, well, uh, throughout, uh, throughout the competition, I'm going to be pulling aside players and uh, doing some interviews. Uh, but for the for this show's purpose, um, I'm going to see if I can hit up some of the uh, people who actually put on the event and, uh, well, get their insights on what it is the Passing Down Challenge is and uh, basically how it benefits these players. So uh, stay tuned as we continue this coverage. And, uh, well... Uh, it should be, it should be a show that's informative for those of you who are interested in the seven-on-seven seven, uh, challenge formats. So right now, I'm a, I'm actually being joined by uh, you know the Barkboards, uh, one of the Barkboards friends and uh, contributors, as we can say it. He has been on the show before, and it's uh, none other than Mr. Lorenzo Reina himself. First of all, Lorenzo, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule here. Uh, especially during this event, because it's uh, it's quite an event to tell you the truth. I'm I, I, at times I've caught myself a little overwhelmed, but uh, it should uh, it should be quite an event today. Yeah, you know what? I, and I hope I lose like 10, 15 pounds with all the running around I've been doing. But kind of a work in progress. But you know what? Thank you for coming out today. I mean, yeah, passing down has grown a lot. We've gotten a lot more national coverage. Scout has been with passing down since its inception and then we've also had other major national uh, media outlets come out here but you know today is actually history in the making because we have 40 teams here in northern california last year we had 26 that number shot up to 14 so i mean norcal's really putting on and it's a record-breaking tournament we had to reach out to chabot college to use this this event and i mean it's so far so good right now yeah, out of uh, 40 teams out here, it looks like it is quite an event to kind of try to coordinate. But from what I hear, uh, later on, well, I think it's in March, you guys are putting one on in Fontana as well. And I believe that one's going to be even bigger. And it should have even more teams. Today, you have, what, 40? If Fontana, you should have over 100? Actually, uh, right now we have, uh, for what I understand, over 100 teams that registered. We might allow 75, 80, somewhere in that ballpark, but we already, got, we already have an idea of who's going to be coming out. Ground Zero is going to bring out 10 teams, and Ground Zero has guys already committed to USC, guys already getting offered by the Mountain West, um, SCS schools. We got B2G, um, quite possibly an all St. Bonaventure team as well, but, you know, 
Passing down, this this is uh, kind of like the topic that we're talking about, Lucio, because passing down has grown so much. Back then, our very first tournament, I remember like it was yesterday, the very first tournament for passing down was played on a middle school field and didn't even have 20 teams. Now we have over 100 teams coming in, registering, and we even get teams from out of state. We supposedly have a team from Idaho coming on board with us, a team from the Washington area, Washington State, and also some Arizona and Nevada talent as well. So we've reached out outside of California to help expand our tournament. And it looks like it's working because it, it it seems like year by year you guys are growing even bigger. And from what I can tell, a lot of people really just love the event. Now, the of course, there's people outside who don't really care for the whole the whole thing as far as uh, the players are involved. But you know what? I'm not going to explore that side. I want to explore what it is. What is the benefits out of seven on seven for these players? Well, from a player's standpoint, the big word is the E-word, exposure, because you're going to have a guy who rushes for like 2,000 yards, 3,000 yards, but he has no offers. Well, how does he stack up against some of the state's best players, particularly linebackers or safeties? He could come to an event like this where you see a guy like Addison Gums who has 21 offers. You could go against him, see how you stack up against a guy like that. Or a guy like Jalen Johnson out of Central in Fresno who has five offers, some from the Pac-12, see how, how you're able to run your routes against a guy like that. So from an exposure standpoint and from like a marketing like pitch sales pitch standpoint, these tournaments are extremely beneficial for these kids. I've actually seen kids from smaller cities, like, say, in the Central Valley. We've had kids from Tulare. We've had kids from Dinuba who come to our tournament. And all of a sudden, they go to places like Oregon State, Wyoming, Washington State. I mean, stuff like this can help put a kid on the recruiting map and it's not just the d1 ranks as well i mean there's division two schools like azusa pacific like minot state like humboldt state they do pay attention to what goes on here to determine which players we can look at which players um, actually stack up very nicely and we can make a run at now not only is this good for the players who are out here um basically a lot of Division One schools, if not other uh, college football schools, they will uh, they'll look at these things, and they often do hit you guys up as far as for information on players. So tell us a little bit about that process. How do the coaches get a hold of you guys? Well, a lot of them actually follow me on Twitter, and they'll uh, send me a direct message and ask me, hey, who are your top guys? Um, which what's the deal with this kid has he been offered yet that sort of thing so it's kind of a short and simple conversation so to speak now don't get me wrong college coaches still want to see what a kid does in shoulder pads and helmets but they also now want to see how they stack up against some of the state's best and so tournaments like passing down helps provide that atmosphere and so and it you actually get to see them pretty much in the raw with no pads on and some of these guys actually look even quicker without the pads on. And it's just, it's fun to watch. And uh, it's, it's uh, from what some people call the underwear Olympics. <laughs> it definitely is because I've looked around and uh, some of these guys don't have very much left on uh, at times. And it's kind of fun to watch. Um, but when you come out to these things, you do see some very big specimens. Um, what happens out here is... Not only do the these players are getting exposure, but they're also getting a taste of what it is going to be like at the next level, especially at Division One, because there's a lot of elite players here 
who got offers from like USC, UCLA, uh, Alabama, things like that. And and so these players who wouldn't necessarily play against these guys in high school, they get a chance to come out here. And not only that, the guy they're either playing club football with or the guy they're lining up uh, across the field with, that could be their future college football teammate. I mean, some of these guys have offers from the same school. Like you mentioned the USC's. You mentioned some of the other big-time programs. We got guys who have also been offered by Texas A&M, like Josh, Fa- Josh Fowler, excuse me, over at Intercom in Sacramento. He has a Texas A&M offer. Addison Gums has drawn some interest from Texas A&M. You never know. They might be teammates one day. I mean, it's all part of recruiting, and it's all part of the atmosphere that we provide for um, these future college athletes right here. Yeah, and it's it's a real good chance for these players to get out here. And and uh, with that being said, I think uh, I think I'm gonna let you get back to what you you do best out here, and is and is uh, try to get you know things moving smoothly. So you got anything else? Uh, let us uh, tell us how people can get more involved with passing down and things like that. Well, we have a Twitter page at uh, passing down. We're also on Instagram. We're on uh, we got a Facebook fan page, passing down elite seven on seven. People are welcome to uh, follow me on Twitter as well. I'm LJ underscore Reina, and I put out a lot of stuff, a lot of information in regards to any pass down alum who lands an offer or who commits to a certain school. So I'm all over Twitter, and I kind of had this running joke with uh, your guy, Josh Webb, that we tend to spend more time on Twitter than we do like hanging out with girls and going to clubs and all that. But, hey, it's the life I live, and I, I enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. So if you want more information, head over to Passing Down. I believe it's just PassingDown.com, right, Lorenzo? PassingDown.com. There's the videos, um, video interviews that we're going to have. We're also going to have a highlight film as well. And uh, whatever stories goes on, like, Scout.com or my blog, Cali Goldmine, that's also going to be shared on Passing Down as well. So it's a good, uh, good website with plenty of, plenty of hits. So. Definitely. So, again, if you haven't done so already, check out PassingDown.com for all the latest news and info as far as uh, the latest events coming up through the pipeline and uh, also what you need to in order to get a team put together uh, to compete at the next level. So, that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on with the rest of our show. And, Lorenzo, thank you for joining us. Yeah, you know, a shout-out to Mr. Josh Webb. Uh, maybe we'll see him in Fontana. It should be a great event. And shout-out to Scout.com and the Red Wave Report. I mean, been a guest on that show. I have always have a good time. And, you know, you're always welcome to bring me back on board. All right, Lorenzo, I'll make sure we get you back on the show. All right.